Hello. Well, hi there. I want... Yeah, this, um, this episode almost did not happen. I'm hoping that this... I'm hoping this way is a little bit better. We're doing this a little differently. I have to do it on my phone and Raven's coming live through the computer, so... <laughs> who knows we're, we're just gonna roll with it you're listening to lavender sage and stardust by the way if you couldn't tell from that bullshit yeah you can usually tell it's our bullshit <laughs> same bullshit different day <laughs> it has been a while since i came to you guys with a haunted place we are going to francistown new hampshire there is a lake there called haunted lake or <laughs> or Scobie Pond. But the name Haunted Lake actually came about long before they started calling it Scobie Pond. Oh, wow. So this is undeveloped shorelines with an average depth of 12 feet and the deepest being 25 feet. I would say think of your average lake. Freshwater, fishermen, shit like that. But apparently things get weird at night. Please tell us how weird does it get? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to back up to the 1700s. Ooh. Got history, history. Yeah. I want to give a quote from the 1895 book, The History of Francistown, New Hampshire, by W.R. Cochran and George K. Wood. A fire once raged on the shores so fiercely as it consumed every living thing, and only the trunks of the largest trees were left standing, charred, ashy, desolate, and frightful, causing the early surveyors and even the roving Indians to turn away in fear, and presenting at night an appearance weird, strange, and startling in the extreme. <laughs> kind of ominous, right? I mean, I feel like, like it's the beginning of a Stephen King novel. In 1741, two men surveying land separately ran into each other and decided to finish their surveying together. One night on the banks of the lake, the men got into a heated argument, and which turned into a fight, one killing the other and burying him in a shallow grave at the shoreline. In, <laughs> in 1753, a group of surveyors came to camp near the lake one night. According to one of the men, Judge Matthew Patton, they had a haunting experience he recorded in his diary. It states, Soon after darkness set in, there commenced groaning and shrieks, as of a human being in a distance, and those continued for most plaintive and affecting till nearly morning. They all abandoned the job that next morning. In 1770, two fur trappers were at the lake. They split to cover more ground. One stumbled upon his friend who was mauled to death by a mountain lion. He shot the mountain lion and buried his friend not to attract any other predators to him. In 1780, an Irishman named David Scobie came to the shores of Haunted Lake to settle and build his grist mill, a water-powered wheel, 
by the lake. While building the mill, Scobie uncovers a skeletonized body. The body was of a tall, strong young man who they believed was the one murdered 20 years prior. See, I don't know if I would have continued. I don't think I could have continued going about my business once I uncovered that. I mean, but then again, you have to think about the times. Like, he was invested. He probably, like, most people spent all their money into a homestead. There was no, like, selling and trading. Because at that point, he probably came from the outside. I guarantee locals knew about it. Like, what choice do you have? You know what I mean? Yeah. It may not have been a choice. Yeah, true. Once Scobie finished building the mill, his family lived and worked there. It was at this point everyone started to call this Scobie Lake or Scobie Pond. Okay. I also want to add that David's sons used to hide in the woods to scare people. <laughs> so they really played into the haunted lake theory. A lot of people were like, oh, this it's not haunted. It's, it's them. It's, you know, it's them. But this is in the oh, 1700s. People are still getting reports of screams and shrieks now. Oh, wow. I mean, I mean my family history is similar to it. Like, they spread rumors about, you know, a haunted creature in the woods because they were loggers and they didn't want people, like, um, encroaching on their land and cutting down their trees. So it seems like it might have been, like, kind of a common practice of the time. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I feel yeah. that. And if you get something like that energy, true so upon my research i stumbled upon something and of course i had to go down the rabbit hole (laughs) we love it when you do that though (laughs) so i actually have a little history here that i have never fucking learned about and i feel like this would have been so cool to hear about and learn about in school may 19th 1780 this is called the dark day in New England history. For, for days leading up to this event, the air was full with smoky and a hint of red haze that covered the sky and the moon. By 10 a.m. on May 9th, the sky became so dark that all the animals bedded themselves and making odd, strange noises concerning the farmers. It, it began to rain, or what they thought was rain, Soot fell from the sky, covering everything. By noon, no one could see unless they had lit candles. The townspeople began to run into the streets, shouting their sins into the sky. That's an odd thing to do. So many people believe that the end was near. Uh... So they, yeah, they ended up rushing to churches to repent. Uh, There was actually a really big flood of a was like a new religious movement at this point okay now was the the, whatever this was the cause of the movement or was this fire so i'll get to that okay my bad bad. (laughs) so the reason why there was such a big flood to repent and go to church and get saved 25 years prior november 1st 1755 Portugal experienced what is now known as the Great Lisbon Earthquake with a magnitude of 7.7 or even greater, lasting for six minutes, killing over 60,000 people from the earthquake and the after effects. Oh my God. Yeah. 
book of Revelations. Yes, I went into the Bible, people. Don't get shocked. Well, I mean, you have to understand the behavioral reason for people. Book of Revelations. When he opened the sixth seal, I looked, and behold, there was a great earthquake. The sun became black as sackcloth, and the full moon became like blood. Book of Matthews. Immediately after the distress of those days, the sun will be darkened. The moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky, and the heavenly bodies shall be shaken. The strange darkness that fell upon New England lasted for a day and a half. These people... So, yes, this was this was a combination of smoke from forest fires, thick fog and heavy cloud covering. But OK, Canada was on fire not long ago. Right. We know how hazy it was here. We are on the middle of the East Coast. It was very hazy here. Now, I remember seeing pictures of northern New England and New York and stuff like that, uh, you know, by the Great Lakes. It was very hard to see. It was very thick. But there was still light penetration. That is true. So I do find it a little peculiar. Because we have lived through very large forest fires. And it does look extremely eerie. But it's not, like, you don't need a you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't that extreme. It was extreme enough and kind of hard to breathe, but... Right. Not to that effect. I went to get back to the lake. So, that did happen around the lake. Um, again, happened in New England, all of New England, and parts of Canada. In 1810, a 15-year-old named Jacob Longdale drowned at the lake. When he was found, he had lilies clasped in his hand. I found that so sad. Yeah. And it was a guy? It was, yeah, it was a 15-year-old boy. That just seems, I mean, forgive me. I don't, I'm not respected for anything, but I don't see boys giving a shit. Like, if it was like a suicidal attempt, that's a very dramatic. It, like, I don't know. I just see more of a girl doing that. I don't, who, who knows? He, discredit or discount. he might have been picking flowers for a girl. I don't know. I mean, I I wasn't, you know, I wasn't around in yeah, 1810. No, no. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> so, yeah. like, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, It is odd that he had flowers in his hand. It does seem suspicious to me, but benefit of the doubt, maybe he was picking them for his girlfriend, his mom. Who the hell knows? Boyfriend. Yeah, who the, who the fuck knows? In 1816, another boy named Samuel Allen also drowned. In 1824, a 55-year-old man named Ichabod Gray, who was said to be deranged, died in the lake. In 1829, David Scobie himself fell victim to the lake when he was traveling across the frozen lake when the ice cracked and he fell through drowning in the icy water. In 1830, Nathaniel Akin was the next to fall victim 
of the lake, drowning. Jesus. After Scobie's death, the mill was transferred to the Fuller family, who abandoned it in 1860. And to this day, it's said that you can still hear the screams of anguish from the unsettled souls at night at Haunted Lake. Okay. That's creepy, AF. Because drowning back in that day wasn't improbable, but, like, that's an awful lot. And especially for, um, for it to end with Mr. Scobie himself? Well, it, en- it ended with uh, Nathaniel Akin. A, oh, well, a year. Sorry, like, towards the end. Yeah. Mr. Scobie had obviously lived there for a long-ass time. And all of a sudden? Yeah. Like, you lived there. You you literally... And you pretty much founded, you know, the the area. Because no one lived in the area prior. Wait, so if anybody knows that terrain or how things work around there, definitely can. That's creepy. Now, does anybody live there now? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people. I actually looked it up and... There's, you know, Airbnbs that you can rent and all kinds of oh, things. Oh, no, thank you. I wasn't, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's creepy. Like, that's the difference between me and, um, and y'all two. Y'all two ready to run to these places and you know, check them out if you do that shit. I'm just like, nah, nah, I'm going to stay right over here because I have enough entities that find me. I don't need to go find them. <laughs> But this one was a really fun one to um, look into. The history was really cool to uncover. Because yeah. I, I never knew about some of this. <laughs> well, no, and I've never even heard of the place before. Yeah. Was it like a small town or anything? Or like, I mean, obviously it was back then. Yeah, it's a small town in New Hampshire. Well, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> I just have so many questions. Like, any any history of, like, Native Americans kind of saying that that... I mean, usually you will mention that, yeah, it was bad land to begin with, wasn't it? Yeah, so it said that the natives would steer clear of it. Yeah, see, they knew. They fucking knew. Why the hell didn't we listen to the people that had been inhabiting that land for, you know, how many hundreds of thousands or whatever years? No, no, they must be wrong. They only lived here for a few hundred years. Like, ignore <laughs> them. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> they're they're savage. They have no idea. They don't they don't know what a candle is, let alone, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Well, the weird thing to me was that in the beginning, it was like a tag on the surveyors. Mm-hmm. Which is strange. It was almost like the land was pretty much putting its foot down in the beginning, going, I know what the fuck you're doing. Beat it. We. I don't want you here. Like, no interest. I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. No one that word? Yep, I felt the same way. Like, the land was like, uh, absolutely not. Right, like, no thank you. And then they didn't leave. So, and instead of, like, killing them themselves, they just made them turn on each other, which I absolutely love. Good for you, that's just wild. <laughs> Almost like, um, 
Well, and the weird thing is for them not to go after the family that settled the land until, like, four years later. Like, something must have happened. Like, they must have built their original homestead, and then they must have tried to expand or something. And then the land was like, no, gobble you up too. So a lot of the, the people that I was naming that had drowned, a lot of their names were, now, granted, again, this was, we're talking about the 17 and 1800s. So there's a chance that a lot of them did have the same surname and were not related or whatever. But um, okay. a lot of them were distant relatives as in like they married into the scoby family or some some something to that effect if that makes sense okay so there's some in somewhat of relation yes it seemed like i kept seeing the name alan come up a couple of times and akin came up a couple of times so those names seem to be in relation from what i could tell anyway um in some way to the Scobie family. Okay. And a lot of, a lot of them ended up moving out of the town. They didn't stay around. So I'm wondering if, if they, if kind of would have picked them off one by one, if they did. Finally, somebody with some common fucking sense. <laughs> I mean, I get it. When you're, when you're back in a corner, you can't go anywhere, but like, is it like is death serious? I don't know. I, that's crazy. But it was fun to research. I hope y'all liked it. <laughs> I liked it, but I'm still like over here trying to go. What the hell? Okay, so what do you want to talk about? Right. Words of advice. Um, thank you so much for that. Even though it's kind of a conundrum and I still have questions. It's like an enigma for me, but <laughs> I can move on. So okay. <laughs> I mean, thank you for doing that research. You're, you're welcome. You know how I am. I tried to dig so far and I'm like, I, I'm not even getting any more extra information at this point. So. <laughs> well, what I love about it too is that I have questions and you still have well, Scoby Pond, yeah. yeah don't don't vacation. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for joining us. Please reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram at Lavender Sage and Stardust, or you can email us at Lavender Sage and Stardust at Outlook.com. Bye. Oh, and you know what? I want to add real quick that we are probably going to do a little blooper at the end of this. It does have the C word in it. So if you don't like it or if it, you know, you feel like it's unladylike, good for you. Just don't listen to it. But love y'all. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hello. Fucking cunt weasel.